Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of our Lewiston Voices. So this afternoon I'm extremely pleased to be joined by, and I have to say it's almost been three months in the making, two of my Year 10 students who are going to argue and debate over which is more useful to society perhaps, but I'll let them elaborate, either STEM subjects or art subjects. Um, uh, In the arts corner we have Felicity PR, so we do not include surnames for G. GDPR reasons and in the STEM corner we have Ollie D. So we're going to begin by handing over to uh, Felicity to define art subjects and then Ollie for STEM and then we'll just go from there. So go ahead Felicity, what are arts subjects? And incidentally as a historian they're obviously the best. (laughs) Um, The arts including the humanities, design and performing arts have been the very proof of progression in our culture for humanity's existence. The word humanities is essentially what it means to be human. The arts is an umbrella term that covers the many forms it takes. It isn't just the conventional idea of paintings and pictures. Art is the expression of the human spirit, whether in writing, music, dance, theatre, film, philosophy, religion or even language. Fantastic. So really what we're talking about is that sort of creativity of the human mind, the ability to build new things using all of our intelligence faculties across many different disciplines. So how are we going to beat that then, Ollie? Not that I'm biased. So in contrast, um, STEM, which for those that don't know, stands for Science, Technology, Engineering and Maths. And STEM, in my opinion, will always have facts to justify themselves with. They will teach the hows and whats of this world the systems and processes, but the arts teach us why something is done and whether it benefits humanity and who's it for. However, in this day and age, I personally believe that STEM is more important and it is proven that students who who pursue STEM um, subjects tend to have higher earning potential and better job prospects as in this day and age there is more opportunities and careers associated with these STEM subjects. Okay, fantastic. So you've gone straight in there following yeah. following the definition get the first with, with the debate. You're going to get yeah, get the first shot in, which militarily is a good idea. How do you um, respond to that, well, Felicity? We actually interviewed our head of sixth form here, Mr. Ryan East. East. Yes, that's fine. Yeah. Yes, you can say that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> to find out more about his experiences with Lewiston pupils and their A-levels and university choices. Mr. Ryan East is also an English teacher, so naturally he's not biased at all. Of course. As we considered in our questions. The point of view of a head of sixth form as well as a humanities teacher gives him the unique position of both pastoral and academic perspectives. We discussed the importances of arts in everyday life especially, he mentioned, in the form of ethics and critical thinking. Also, Lewiston's own experience of the art versus STEM issue and the implications of university. Universities in particular have undergone a considerable change in recent years, a 20% decline in English and a 20% increase in STEM subjects. Lewiston's statistics have shown an increase in STEM over the decades and a decrease in arts, Although, interestingly, Lewiston is actually an anomaly. More people are choosing STEM over arts, but Lewiston's brilliant art and design um, department sends a considerable number of pupils to art schools every year. Um, I would say that the most important takeaway from that interview was what he mentions and what I said before about the importance of ethics and critical thinking in a modern world. Ethics refers to the concept of right and wrong conduct. Critical thinking enables people to think for themselves and see through biases. Um, 
Mr. Ryan Easton encapsulated it very well in this example, and I am paraphrasing here. Um, I would say also in response to what you said, Ollie, um, STEM can give you the means to build a weapon, such as a nuclear bomb. STEM will provide the ballistics, the chemical engineering, and the means. However, ethics will weigh the morality and social implications of it, whether the building of this bomb will sustain and benefit humankind or simply sow seeds of destructions and chaos. So, how can we solve this problem? Ollie, how can we preserve the arts? So instead of um, looking at statistics on a local level, I decided to look on a national level. Um, and I looked at the 10 most popular A-level subjects chosen in 2021, and it also split it down into gender. So male students, of all the 10 most popular subjects, just three are non-STEM subjects. In comparison, um, it's more evenly balanced for female students with an equal split, five and five, but um, for the male students, maths, physics, chemistry, biology, economics, business are all ahead of any other STEM subject. And interestingly, on both female and male side, all of the art subjects have fallen in popularity since 2017, which was the change. And all of the STEM subjects have either increased in popularity particularly computer science, which has increased drastically. Um, and then I also looked at the most popular subject combinations and how, because of the opportunities associated with medicine, the most popular combination is biology and chemistry and mathematics by a mile. It double, over-doubles any other combination. And that's just to do with the income associated with studying medicine and going on to become a nurse, doctor or any other sort of medically associated job. It's it's worth it's worth pointing out um, when Ollie says the change um, for A-levels, what he's referring to is in 2015, A-levels went from being AS and A and A-levels, which we talked about in the first ever podcast with uh, with Mrs. Densher, um, to uh, being a two-year course. And most people dropped that fourth A-level, which was often just taken to AS level. And as a result of that, lots of subjects like drama, RS, um, art, etc., which had been done as a fourth one, w- were dropped. Another thing I would point out in there as well is that um, there's been a huge drop to get more girls to do STEM subjects uh, because quite quite ridiculously in this day and age um, uh, there was still a perception in some schools um, that girls uh, couldn't do physics, couldn't do maths and some very famous co-ed schools that had been boys schools had a smaller number in a much much larger school doing physics and maths um, than in smaller girls schools purely because of the uh, the sort of inbuilt misogyny uh, that exists in those types of institutions not here I hasten to add. Felicity you wish to say something about Mr Sunak which is always he comes up in many of our conversations um well yes um well we initially we decided to write this kind of stem versus art debate um after as kind of a reaction to rishi sunak's announcement in january concerning studying maths in some form i I think it was he said it would be compulsory by do you know what the date was I don't know. He 2025 put a plan. or something. Yes, yeah. so yeah, to put in maths maybe. as a post sixteen yeah. option. To have maths at A levels, studying yes. at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he said, with the intention of facilitating the finances, data and statistics management of everyday life, Sunak wants the UK to reimagine our approach to numeracy. And indeed, if the plan actually goes ahead, um, there may be serious restrictions on students who want to study humanities or the creative arts. And that's what we thought we should target today. Yes, exactly. Filling in the timetable with with maths for people who don't necessarily want to do it. And we we talked a a little bit about that, Miss... Miss Noonan and myself, uh, um, when we did the maths, uh, the maths podcast the other day, Ollie, do you, the the issue that you brought up about the fact that you have a much higher earning potential that's quite quite an interesting one because yeah. I mean uh, I'm now going to do what I seem to do to all of my guests on this, which is to throw things into the works here. Do you think that's uh, potentially the case that AI will mean some of those STEM subjects may no longer be as attractive or certainly attract such high salaries? Yeah, it's definitely a um a chance that this decreases in the future. But the UK as an example needs so many more engineers, technicians and although it does have a strong doctor and nurse force, this still needs to be increased. And um STEM it's studies have found that STEM graduates earn an average of 5000 pounds more per year than non-STEM graduates which is quite a substantial sort of difference. So would you would you say that people who want to enter into anything that's STEM based are probably motivated and this is a broad generalization which I'm sure people will write into this indeed if we did have people write in ever do feel free to do so um are attracted more by money so the financial remuneration attracts uh, people who who then study STEM because so it's a sort of self fulfilling pro- um, yeah. prophecy, as opposed to arts. Not everybody, of course, and and there are many many accountants who study things like history and lawyers who are very well paid who did English or foreign languages, etc. Oh, yeah, precisely. Yes, so, um, and you often find musicians associated with mathematics as well. But I'm guessing that's probably one of those things that you know we probably need to yeah. explore more. But it might not just be about the money. In, but also the stability in mm. generating the income because as an example if you're an artist it's not necessarily defined how much you're going to earn per year mm. because some paintings could sell for loads or some sculptures could sell for loads but then some years you could get not very much money at all whereas in a stem like for an, if you're working for an engineering firm yeah. although it does vary on the sort of jobs you're working on you are projects yeah sort of given a more stability in your income okay what what do you think just picking up on something felicity i think said really early on on this idea of creativity because you know one of the things i'm passionate about is reading and and literacy um and from that uh deeper awareness that deeper understanding of of knowledge the broader understanding of knowledge it gives you a better um decision making facility or faculty even do you think that um that's what felicity do you think that's what humanities and and those sort of arts-based subjects, English, humanities, law, etc., that gives you the, the sort of faculties to make decisions that you don't have through science where it's quite yeah, well, focused on um, one outcome. I think definitely. I mean, we when I was writing this speech, I came across a, an article, you know, do you know the writer Neil Gaiman? Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, he did Coraline. good omens. Yes, yes yep. brilliant, he's amazing. Yes. Um, he wrote a really interesting speech all about the importance of arts in today's society. With artists' kind of emotional capacity for thought and 
creativity always it kind of it stems down to that really um he wrote in he wrote a really interesting speech actually and in it he said um whatever discipline you are in whether you're a musician or a photographer a fine artist or a cartoonist a writer a dancer a designer whatever you do you have one thing that's unique you have the ability to make art so would you would you say then if to, to wrap things up would you say that um and we're going to be cowardly here and say that there is a place for both of these and that knowledge is essential in and of itself and that the part played by those who wish to go down the stem routes could be creative and equally uh, those who are essentially in the arts based subjects can also contribute to some of the more um uh, logical thinking that you would get with STEM and in fact w- critical thinking indeed yes so perhaps what what we really need is is a broader based post-16 education do you want to say something else Ollie go ahead so um, an idea that's being considered fairly worldwide is the idea of STEAM so it's STEM yep. with the arts included yep. and especially good going too. back to this sort of point on AI if you now have a technology that can do all the boring methodical work in the world given a few people to control it then the idea of making these creative inventions can be more focused on and it can sort of combined combine the arts and the stem together more than ever yeah but yeah. also if you think about it things like chat gpt or oh, i've seen all these kind of ai things where they you put in a kind of a a theme on what you wanted to create and it makes some kind of animation or, or painting mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, on yeah. what you've described. And that's kind of completely the opposite. A- yeah. AI is kind of taking the fun out of everything. Well, I tell you what we'll do is we'll, we'll think about doing a, an AI-based one and maybe yeah. we'll get back together again and discuss that from the student's point of view because yeah. I think there's a lot of talk about it from university and, and the uh, things like coursework and other things that might go, but what does it actually mean for students and what you guys will be doing in the, the future? Also, there is a Lewiston campaign to change the name of Chat GPT to Chat JPT in my honour. <laughs> do feel free to petition the owners of that company for that. It's been great talking to you guys guys this afternoon on what is a very hot day um thank you very much for listening and do you want to say goodbye what are you going to say um, felicity well just when we did our debate we, oh, f- we you finished. finished off oh go on then we finished on a particularly i don't know if anyone listening has seen the film Dead poet society yeah oh uh, right yes yeah yeah, Dead yeah. Poet please society. don't stand on the table I think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh captain my captain oh <laughs> so um but Basically, the the wonderful main character in it, who's an English teacher. I yes, yeah. yes, played by Robin um, Williams. Is that yeah, correct? Robin yeah, Williams. yeah, yeah. The late um, great. Rest in peace. Yes. Um, John Keating, he's the teacher, um, and he he plays the part of a really inspiring and wonderful English teacher, and he teaches all these boys the importance of poetry and literature and life. So he said, "Medicine, law, business, engineering; these are all noble pursuits and necessary to sustain life, but poetry." Beauty, romance, love, these are what we stay alive for. I just think that perfectly. A fantastic way to end. Thank you very much. Do you want to say goodbye, Felicity? Thank you very much. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye, Goodbye, Ollie. Goodbye, Felicity. Thank you. Goodbye.